2: Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxy. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me Remy Smith, and um, she's a 15-year-old amazing entrepreneur. So during her 15 years on, on earth, Remy Smith has achieved more than most people do in their entire lifetime, let alone before she can legally drive. As the host of her own healthy cooking show, Cook Time with Remy... She inspires children all over the country to live in wellness. Remy's Italian salad dressing is sold at Whole Foods Market and other specialty stores. She's also authored a cookbook, Global Cooking for Kids, which features nutritious recipes from all around the world. Remy is the student ambassador for Sodexo, which serves her recipes in over 4,000 schools across the country. So it's an amazing honor to have you here, Remy. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Well, so... You know, I was talking about some of the things you've done as a 15-year-old, but why don't you tell me how you got started and basically what sparked your passion for cooking?
1: Well, I've always really loved food. I've loved eating food, working with food, learning about food. So when I was four years old, I was in the kitchen. I was basically eating dinner. So to prevent me from you know devouring the dinner before anybody else could have it, my mom, she put me to work. So I just bought some vegetables, made salad. Um, basic things that you know, like a four-year-old can do, and then I really learned that I loved working with food. So from four years old to seven years old, I learned basic cooking techniques like sautéing and boiling and baking, and um, I really, I really just loved to cook and I loved learning how to cook, and I still love it today. And so at seven, I can make full meals by myself. Seven and ever, yes. Wow. Seven years old.
2: <laughs> I'm still learning <laughs> yeah. how to cook at 25. So, okay. All right. So, seven, you learned how to cook. almost by yourself.
1: Yeah. And then at eight years old, my brother gave us the idea of starting a web show because, you know, there's not many eight-year-olds that can cook in the kitchen and actually have fun while doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, also at that time, the... Childhood obesity epidemic was really on the spotlight, so I thought, you know, why not connect the two by linking the skill of nutrition along by linking nutrition along with the skill of cooking, and so that's when Cook Time with Remy was born, and that was basically just a show where I encourage kids that you can have fun in the kitchen and that it's easy to make these meals and they're healthy for you.
2: Huh, interesting. So I'm I'm curious. So this was right around the time the the obesity epidemic was there and what what alerted you to that was it did you watch a documentary had you seen you know in your schools or what what made you really curious about um, that
1: well at the, oh, well, at the time uh, michelle Obama was really focusing on, on it and so that's really what caught my attention because you know she had all these um psas right. and um, all those and so that's really what sparked the interest of combining the two because cooking was already my passion and food was already my passion. So I thought, you know, why not share it with the world by also helping others?
2: Mm, gotcha. No, that's interesting to me. So when when your brother, you know, came up with this idea, you and your brother came up with this idea, did you do a, a web show on YouTube? What was the platform?
1: Um, Initially, it was supposed to be like a web show. I had like um, a website made and we're just going to upload videos like, you know, every week and that kind of thing. But after like the first two weeks, A local cable channel picked up the show and they wanted to air it 20 times a week, and so that's when it became a TV show. And so, from after we did Cook Time with Remy, a couple like then we started The Culinary Kid, which was basically where I went to OSU Oklahoma State, go pokes, and (laughs) I went to their culinary program and I got their curriculum for the culinary students there. And so, what I did was I used that curriculum, and I went around town to chefs from well-known restaurants, and I learned different cooking te- techniques based on the curriculum I was given. And so what I did was I learned these different cooking techniques from, from these chefs, and then I made a meal for them using those cooking techniques, and they gave me a pass or fail, you know, following the sort of culinary school kind of type thing. <laughs>
2: hmm. no, that, that, and that's, that's interesting. And one reason I was asking how you started was... Because there's so many ways to um, consume media these days. So I, 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 you know, a lot of people like, you know, Michelle Phan and YouTube and people who have created their own brand using video. So you started local TV show, picked you up, and then it sort of branched out from there. You started to experiment more with cooking. And then I imagine, you know, the more you started to get involved, the the more you honed in your, your skills. Did you practice every day? Or is it like... Uh, uh, you get back from the, the show and then you go back to like thinking up new recipes or you would talk to other schools and see what was unhealthy and what was healthy and how to fix that. What was the process like? Uh,
1: uh, well, I like to get inspiration from reading magazines, you know, watching the food shows, especially the competition shows like Food Network and stuff like that to get really just inspiration on branching out on different thinking, different ways to think of making food. And then, of course, a big thing I really focus. on, John was eating healthy. So I yeah. really tried to get good substitutes for foods that, you know, generally kids don't want to eat because they're healthy. So I tried to make those into something that, you know, they would try. Because one thing I really encouraged was, you know, um, you, could, you should always try something new. Like whether right. like you figure out if you like it or if you don't. So, I mean, you don't risk anything by trying it. And so uh, uh, I actually really got the national platform by becoming Sodexo's National Student Ambassador. For health and nutrition in 2012, and basically that enables me to um, have posters and my videos are run in 4,000 school cafeterias. My recipes are served to uh, 3 million students in those cafeterias, and I get to work with 500 district chefs for you know healthy recipes that kids would enjoy in the cafeterias.
2: Huh, that's interesting. Um, what do you what do you think of Gordon Ramsay? Just just curious. He you watch is show. a
1: loud fellow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's a loud fellow. And I know he's a good cook. Do you, do you like his methods? Or, or, or is that... um,
1: I'd say his methods were a little, I mean, unconventional uh-huh. compared to what I would do. But um, they certainly work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I was just curious, just curious. That's very diplomatic of you to say. I can see already, you're already very, very well into this. So let's talk about the business side. Now you've had this platform, you've done you know amazing thing, it, it was picked up. How did you find yourself at such a young age, dealing with the business side of things and, and how to brand yourself? and um, can you share some tips on, on what you've, you've learned and from successes and failures?
1: Um, one thing I've definitely learned as an entrepreneur is that uh, one thing I always tell people is that you should never give up because, I mean, of course, that's one of the basic tips of everything. But um, whenever you give up, you honestly, you just stop up and you don't know what's going to happen next. And so you basically are losing the future that you could have had. And so if you give up, you don't really know what's going to happen instead of persevering and be able to get through it and uh, learning what you could be. And also, you should learn from those failures because, those are what helps you help you shape into the entrepreneur that you become, and, and those are what make you a better entrepreneur.
2: Hmm. Gotcha. No, and, and that's so true. And then the reason that people always ask that is because people always say, "Are you too young to start a business, or, or am I too old, or do I need to have some some, <laughs> some level of experience?" And you're someone that's defied those uh, stereotypes, so to speak. So I was curious if, like, maybe when you got the idea after the TV show and you got a local um um you know the local tv shows picked you up did did you find that you needed to to listen to mentors maybe parents and people or or are you getting guidance We're telling you
1: uh mentors are definitely a huge help whenever you're starting a business because they're the one who's had the experience and so i definitely had that help especially from my mom like really when i was young right Eight or nine. She was the one who's helped me all the way, and she's still with me now. And so we're still going through the learning process of having a business, but she's uh, helped me to, you know, run, like learn how this works and learn what that is. And then also over the years, I began working with Thrive 15, and I began to open doors to all the mentors they have, including the CEO, Clay Clark. He's been a huge mentor to me, Um, especially, you know, just dealing, especially now, because. I'm more into the businessy side of mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur, and it's helping me learn, you know, uh, learn the ropes of, you know, actually becoming an entrepreneur. <laughs>
2: gotcha. Gotcha. Now, who's your ideal target customer, and how has that evolved since you've grown?
1: Um, in the beginning, it was more based, you know, just the webisode were more towards kids um, really at any age because I wanted to encourage like you know kids in the kitchen they can um, you can do start off with simple stuff like you know mixing salads and then you go to cutting and working with hot appliances and then over the years um, with my product bases so with my cookbook and my Italian talent dressing it's more into a family friendly sort of base so adults and kids and recently I've learned through my social media is that um, I mainly target women eighteen to thirty five to so basically moms who ah. are trying to get their kids encouraged into what I'm doing
2: yeah that, that's also like the millennial sweet spot too so it mm-hmm. it's, that's it's a good generation because they're the next set of global leaders the yeah. w- when you talk about uh, being healthy one of the things that I hear a lot um I'm, I'm someone that's very active and i I'm not as great of a cook, but I have like a steady set of repetitive <laughs> diets. But a lot of what I hear about when someone uh, looks at what I cook or what anyone else who does workouts and stuff is that it's very boring, it's bland, doesn't taste well. It's like ah, the the unhealthy stuff is so much <laughs> so much tastier and spicier. But you're you're an expert in this, and I'm curious as to how one can can you know diversify the diet and still be healthy. <laughs> And also, um, get away from that bland uh, mentality. Because a lot of what I eat is chicken, broccoli, and sweet potatoes. That is pretty much that. Or brown (laughs) rice. And then that's it for like the whole week. So, (laughs) I'm curious about some diversity. Yeah.
1: Well, as I've said already, I think uh, trying new things is really a huge thing. Especially when you want to diversify your diet. Um, Yeah, especially... Um, You know how you said your diet mainly consists of this and that. And so a lot of people don't realize that um, there are a lot more healthy foods out there that they just, like, they're used to, like, these dishes that, you know, every – all these celebrities, like, they did this one thing and it, it, I mean, it doesn't taste good but it helped them. But what I I, I encourage is that creativity is to try new things and, um, you know, just work with different kinds of healthy foods. Like, you can try – um, you can, also one thing I really like to use is spices a lot because those give definitely a lot, a lot of flavor, especially whenever you're using like you know healthy foods like vegetables and fruits and uh, all that. And also uh, I like to use citrus a lot. That's one of my favorite things. Citrus, just, huh? Yes, I like um, I use lime juice in like all my salsas and lemon juice and um, no, and a lot of my salad dressings. And so honestly, I just like the big advice i can give is just to broaden your horizons even though you're scared to try this or that you know you, you'll figure it out and as far as battling the blandness um just go crazy with whatever you like to mix together really
2: okay okay all right now you, you and i have uh some similarities um you, you read the entire harry potter series um jacob roland <laughs> jacob roland is one of my favorite yeah. authors so absolutely <laughs> it's, do, you, do you think um um who's, who's your favorite character in that
1: Hermione. Hermione. She she represents girl power all the way and in the books and in real life.
2: Huh. And and is that something that's really important to that's very very that's a key thing you picked on. Do you feel like there's a the you know there's a place for, you know, females as as entrepreneurs and that they need to get more exposure in terms of uh what they offer because sometimes maybe the the world we live in might be male dominated.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially you know nowadays especially with all the everything that's in the news about feminism and all the protests and i think girls really do have the power especially um you know with social media now yeah. um, people have more opportunities to be picked on and you know just lose their self-confidence especially as like a teen girl um you really you don't have as much support uh well i mean you do but you don't really um how am i trying to say? you get more exposure also to the bad things and the negative things that bring you down in life, and so I definitely try to encourage, you know, girl power, especially in teens and in the workplace. Yeah,
2: I love that, and, and um, the, the reason why that's that's really important is because a lot of what we do here, UID, is we're talking about the mission statement is use your difference to make a difference, and being, you know, I think a lot of people focus too much on the fact that you know it's a, they say it's it's a male-dominated world, a woman can't do this, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like. Are you serious? (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah, we're both human and this can actually happen.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
1: fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: you said you identify with that, uh, that uh, character and it's probably one of my favorite uh, as well as because he was able to to be herself regardless of whatever the environment was. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm this. I'm this smart, <laughs> smart young woman who's going to do this. And I, although I didn't like that she ended up with uh, uh, Ron. With but, Ron, yeah. yeah she yeah, she like, shouldn't
1: have gotten with him. I was him. like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So um, this, the, the other thing that you both share in common is you, you wrote a book, uh, mm-hmm. Global Cooking for Kids. Now, I am someone yes. who is global. So I lived in five different countries uh, and four different continents. I've grown up everywhere, and I've I've tried different foods, but I've never had that, you know, that idea to put it in a book. So I'm curious as to how that process was, and um, and what you've learned. I mean, what what what's so interesting about the 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 ways other people um, and other cultures cook?
1: Well, um, the year the the cookbook took about a year to make, and so what I. I did was I took one country from each continent and made a meal out of that country's cuisines. And so, uh, trust me, Europe was really hard because, you know, Europe has so many different cultures in it. So I went, you know, with a little more basic of Italy. But um, one of the things I really wanted, I really want to do a global cookbook is because um, a lot of people these days are really like, they're sheltered into, you know, what the Americanized foods are compared to like, you know, globally. And they really have haven't broadened their food horizons as far as that. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to uh, bring these recipes to um, people and hope that they would, you know, try new things. And I I mean, I'm stressing that a lot in this. And that um, also, you know, some things that there's really great things that other countries have, especially with their food wise. And that's really what I wanted to stress there is that, you know, these are some great recipes that that you can make because what I did was I took you know like regular dishes there and I made them with ingredients that you know you can get easily here in the U.S. and so um, I and also the book really isn't just recipes. There's also food history. There's country uh, fun facts. There's food origins. So uh, it really lets you um, learn more about food as far as global um, cuisine goes. Okay, you know. And hmm. so that's really something I really stress there because I'm not—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not just a chef. I mean, I love being a chef, but I'm also uh, someone who really loves to learn about just food in general because food is really what got me into this in the first place, and food is my passion. Now,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's interesting. So, w- which country was your favorite?
1: Um, I'd have to say I think Morocco. Morocco. My favorite because yeah, I did a meatball jean for that, and it's like a stew basically but it tastes really good and also um, there's a rice dish in there uh, and also I like a Lebanon because I have a rice pilaf and actually before I started the cookbook I only like I loved rice before but now I cannot eat rice basically without
2: yogurt <laughs> you can't eat rice without yogurt that's how much Morocco influenced you
1: <laughs> pretty much yeah
2: <laughs> alright all right. and where can we find out more of this book and um, a lot about the history of the food
1: uh, you can go to my website, uh, cooktimewithremmy dot com, R E M M I, and um, that has you can buy the cookbook from there. You can also buy it from Etsy, and also it's in a Whole Foods Market.
2: Oh, nice, nice. You, you seem to have a good partnership with Whole Foods. How did that come about? Because you said, you know, they've picked you up, and I'm curious about your partnership with Whole Foods and Sedexo, and what you've learned from them. Um,
1: uh, first with Whole Foods, I. I began just um, with my Culinary Kids Series, we got them as a sponsor, so basically they gave me the food to make the recipes and the dishes, and then I gave them, you know, the promotions and the sponsor, well, the ads and stuff like that. And then um, after that, we launched my, my salad dressing, and so um, since we were already sponsors, uh, since they were already sponsors of us, they were willing to, you know, test out the market and see what the dressing did in their stores, and it was successful. And so, um, that's when the dressing line really began in Whole Foods, and then and, um, and then with Sodexo, I actually, it was when Kona Kid was running, and um, one of their people asked me to judge one of their Future Chefs competitions, and I really love those competitions, because they encourage, you know, kids cooking healthily and being in the kitchen. And then, so, they asked me to judge competition, and then I judged another competition. And I was able to get one of their chefs on The Culinary Kid as my, um, you know, chef of of the episode, teaching me a new dish. And I was also, uh, um, then I was named their student ambassador for health and nutrition. So apparently, I I was a good food Mm (laughs) judger. And um, so ever since then, I was like, I was about 2012, I believe, uh, was when that started. And so ever... Ever since then, I've been able to travel around the country to their different locations. They have museums, uh, hospitals, schools, of course, where I get to, you know, talk to some kids or do a cooking de- demo and just really express my passion share my passion and share my message of what I'm doing to all these people.
2: Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, um, we talked about cook, with, cook Time with Remy. That was the, that was the first show, right?
1: Yes, that was the first web yeah,
2: series yeah first web series and now uh, you also have the culinary kid is that correct
1: yes the culinary kid uh that one was like in 2011 I believe 2009 2010, 2011. somewhere you know around that area <laughs> and um you know it all gets easy as I get older I don't know anymore.
2: I mean yeah you you know you get all you do a lot of all these things it's all the mm-hmm. shows <laughs> so okay so yeah. the culinary are you still doing both or
1: uh, actually, I'm not doing both right now. Actually, what I've done is I'm, as I said, I show videos in all Sedexo schools. So okay. what I do now is I have a weekly segment on a local cable channel, and then I also am doing a, um, a video series for Sedexo for their schools.
2: Okay, no, not and okay. And now that you you start you start off with you know with TV, and then you've gotten into Sedexo, and then that obviously you know you had a successful cookbook. Now you're a student ambassador. And one of the other things you do is as a professional speaker is, is that you, you are you're an advocate for no kid hungry. Why is that so important to you?
1: Uh well initially it was I, I just focused on the childhood obesity epidemic because I I since I live in Oklahoma, it's one of the worst uh states as far as, you know, health goes mm-hmm. and food wise. And so, um what I wanna do is because I, I it was close to home for me. You know, I, I, I went around town, I saw this issue happening and so I wanted to make a change for it. And then Um, as I began working and uh, working with Sodexo really I saw more of the issue on you know feeding hungry children and so that's where No Kid Hungry really um, you know struck my heart because it's a huge issue and it's something that you know people really don't advocate on too much now because um, they it's just it's not an issue that's seen too much so that's why I really want to encourage people to um you know, support No Kid Hungry. And actually, I'm having a bakeout on Saturday, June 27th, to support Rachel Ray's 9 Million Meals Movement. So basically, I'm encouraging kids to make their own lemonade stand or bake stand in the neighborhood. And all the funds that they would raise would go to um, the 9 Million Meals Movement, which would go to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry.
2: Oh, wow. That's, that's really impressive. So Oklahoma, obviously, it's a big sports town. I'm just curious, <laughs> do you do any of the other sports? I know the Thunder is there. You've got a bunch of other the big football schools, <laughs> or I'm
1: honestly, I'm not not the huge fortieth person you'll ever meet. My you family are is a huge... hurting me, Remy. <laughs> Am <laughs> I – no, okay. So like basically, every one of my family has played basketball mm. except for me. And we there's and there's seven kids in my family, including myself, and then my parents. Oh
2: wow! So, so seven yeah. kids. Are you like uh, what's your order? Where, where you where are you in that
1: order? I'm oh. the. The sixth of the seventh, my younger sister, she's 13. And actually, the last four sisters, uh, I have a younger sister who's 13, I have an older sister who's 18, And another older sister who's 20. All four of us are actually, were adopted from China. And then the other three, my oldest sister, she's 20-some. She's
0: 24.
1: Wow. I'm going to go with 24, just in case. Yeah. And then my two older brothers, um, one and he's like he just. Oh, it's his birthday today. He's thirty. Hey, you know. happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my other brother, he's thirty-four.
2: Okay, okay. So it sounds like they their passion was, you know, they played sports, but you found yours really, really yeah. early, and yours, was, yours was good. Yeah, that's food. Um, yeah, you know, but, you know, it sort of goes hand in hand. You know, healthy food can also help you be a better athlete, as we we're finding mm-hmm. lots today. All right. Um, with the um, with the future and the plan you being a cook this early, what do you see for yourself in the next 15 years? Where do you want to advance to and what do you hope for your, your personal brand?
1: Um, um, I plan on having more cookbooks and I want um, a cook, like a chef wear line. So basically like, you know, clothing line with little aprons and chef hats and hmm. stuff like that. Just to, It's a some- Another way to make kids more interested in, like, you know, cooking. They get to wear a cool outfit, and they can, and then they get all- also get to have fun in the kitchen. And also, I have my own cookware line with, you know, like, tools and uh, um, kitchen safety kind of things, like gloves. And, and also, I want to go to culinary school, especially when I go to culinary school, and I want to own my restaurant.
2: Huh. Is, is there any particular culinary school uh, that you're that you're interested in?
1: Uh, I've been eyeing the culinary Institute of America, not only because it has a cool name, you could say you're part of the CIA, but
2: also
1: <laughs> because it really has a lot of great food programs there, and I can go to one in New York, so that will, will be
2: awesome. Hey, you know, I'm in New York right now, I would say, I can definitely vouch for that. There's a lot of, a lot of good culture of food here and all that, so, um, no, I, I think I think that's great, the, you know, line, clothing line, culinary food, you want to own your restaurant, you probably end up having to franchise it because, you know. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be really really successful <laughs> so it's good well uh, a few more questions here before we wrap up. what advice do you have for kids with, uh, with big dreams for the future?
1: Um, definitely go after them because you know you can go after them and you can find out what happens and you can go through all this or you cannot you can just not pursue them and you'll just you won't gain anything mm. and so that's why I think you should always just follow. All your dreams as best you can. And also, um, try to find a good mentor, like I did with my mom, and with Clay Clark, and Thrive 15. So also, if you want to find a good mentor, you can go to thrive15.com, enter the code uh, Remy for a free trial. Mm-hmm. See. And at Thrive 15, I didn't explain this, but uh, basically what they have is they have everyday uh, success stories, million and moguls who give 15-minute videos of, you know, different aspects of starting your business or helping your business already. And so that's just a really great source, especially with all the um, things that are online right now. This is definitely one of them. And um, it teaches edutainment. So it's educational and it's also entertaining, which Clay Clark definitely is. And so that's really a great source for um, especially young people these days. And also, Don't be afraid of failure because, you know, one thing I learned is that that, uh, if you're afraid of failure, then you won't be able to um, gain anything or uh, thrive later in life because the failure, um, if you're afraid of it, then you won't learn from it and you won't be able to uh, make those mistakes that you need to to become a better entrepreneur. So um, actually embrace failure, really. Take it and and it's the best feedback you're going to get. So...
2: Huh. no love it i mean i I, you know, I wish i was this smart when i was when i was your when i was your <laughs> age but i'm glad you're saying that because it's so true and clay clark like you said is amazing uh amazing guy i, I actually had the pleasure of interviewing him as well as dr z and a few of the other guys at thrive 15 they're all great resources and i can definitely vouch for that uh as a, as a way to get mentors from afar but <laughs> you i know you're not all work so as we wrap up i want to give you some rapid fire questions are you ready for this Okay. <laughs> All right, Remy. What is your favorite movie right now?
1: Uh, this is hard. Okay. Um, A- *Adeline*. The, what, *Javelin*. I think I'm in Jeopardy or something.
2: <laughs> hey, this you said *Javelin*. Uh,
1: no, *The Age of Adeline*.
2: Oh, so wow. Right. That yeah, that just came out. That's the one. Uh, the the you know With she wait, doesn't lively. age. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't age. All right. Um, favorite color.
1: Purple. Always will
2: be. Celebrity crush.
1: Uh, and.
2: Elgort. Who? Voldemort?
1: Ansel, <laughs> Ansel Elgort. <laughs> He's from the Voldemort Stars yeah, and all those movies. Yeah,
2: Come from the Voldemort right. Stars. I was, yeah, I was Elgort. I was going to say that. Like, Voldemort, <laughs> I thought you liked him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and a country that you want to visit uh, that you haven't visited yet?
1: Definitely Italy.
2: Italy, Italy. Well, you do have that famous Italian dressing, so I think it'll be only <laughs> only fitting for that. But thank you so much, Remy, for coming on the show. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time. I, um, I've definitely learned a lot, and I, I like that you are talking about how we should get mentors from far, and how you should never stop to chase your dreams, and that you know failing is something that one should actually embrace because it actually is a step for your next success.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs>
2: You've just been listening to the Ask Tall by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.